Good morning. Good morning. It is Tuesday, May the 9th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin this day. This is the only shot, you know, we're going to get at May the 9th. 2023. This is it. So let's hit the field ready today. Let's begin by consecrating ourselves by the power of the Holy Spirit unto the Lord Jesus Christ. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a holy and living sacrifice to you. Jesus, we belong you. Praying in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our reading today is entitled, On the Difference Between Knowing What We Believe and Knowing Who We Believe. Our text is Romans 4, verses 4 through 8. Hear the word of the Lord. Now to the one who works. Wages are not credited as a gift, but as an obligation. However, to the one who does not work, but trusts God, who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited as righteousness. David says the same thing when he speaks of the blessedness of the one to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord will never count against them. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. I am trying to wrap my mind around the gospel. The power of God for the salvation of all who believe. It is like I am getting credit for something I did not do or earn. It is like I failed an exam. Someone retook the exam for me, made 100%, and I was awarded that grade and passed the class. I was declared graduated. It is like I committed a crime and was in jail awaiting trial. Someone bailed me out of jail. Only they went to jail in my place. Then they stood trial for my crime and pleaded guilty, even though they weren't guilty. Then they served the prison sentence. And all of that counted for me. I was fully pardoned. 
It is like I was in debt beyond my ability to ever pay back. Someone paid all of my debts, telling me not only did I not have to pay them back, but I didn't have to pay the person back either. I was declared debt-free. We tend to view each of these kinds of scenarios as situations we either found our way into because of our own failures or avoided because of our own successes. The message of the gospel says no such thing. The gospel reveals these scenarios as the very realities into which we were born. We are born under and into the power of sin. Salvation is about being reborn under and into the power of God, of grace, of the God of grace. These are the terms of the gospel. Have you or are you reckoning with the terms of the gospel? Are they like the terms of a software agreement on your computer or phone that you quickly scroll through without attention and click accept at the end? Or are you grappling with these terms as the mind-bending realities of the goodness of God? Everything in me feels an enormous relief and extraordinary gratitude for being completely delivered from such impossible and dooming scenarios and given complete freedom, fresh life, and a new start. I feel embraced. At the same time, there's something in me that looks down on myself for being such a poor, wretched soul in the first place. I want to think better of myself. I want to believe I had or have what it takes to do this on my own and by my own means and wherewithal, maybe with a little help from my friends. And further, I want to believe I can take it all from here and manage just fine on my own without further aid. Why? Because in addition to feeling embraced, I also feel embarrassed. So many of us have, quote, believed the terms of the gospel as mere beliefs in our past and, quote, accepted Jesus as our Savior as though salvation merely required mental assent. I am not here questioning or calling into question the veracity of what happened in your past. I am merely asking you to grapple with it at a much deeper level. I'm asking you to invite Jesus through the Holy Spirit to first ransack and then renovate your very mind by the terms of his gospel. We have to press past the what of our beliefs and deep into the who of whom we believe. I love how the old gospel hymn puts it. But I know whom 
I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. I am concerned that much of the church and so many of us who bear the name Christian have bought into a truncated and superficial version of the gospel of Jesus Christ that is not really the gospel at all. I believe this is the very kind of thing Paul was saying to the Jews of his time concerning their faith and religion. It's why he goes all the way back to Abraham. He's stripping things back, even bare. He's going back to first things. That's what I'm asking us to do. The prayer. Jesus, I belong to you. And yet I ask you, do I really? I invite you to turn on the searchlight of your spirit in the halls and chambers of my heart and mind. I give you permission to ransack the thin religion I may have created there, even unwittingly. I am weary of carrying around a self-assuredness that is not the assurance of the spirit. I am tired of professing a salvation that is hardly skin deep. I want the real gospel, the deep truth, the renovating righteousness that comes by faith as a complete gift, the credit I did not earn that embarrasses and embraces me at the same time. Yes, Holy Spirit. More of this. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, do you have a sense that we, even you, may have adopted a truncated and superficial version of the gospel of Jesus Christ? How so? Are you willing to have this revealed to you and to reach deeper? And deepening doesn't mean discounting what has gone before. God wastes nothing. The hymn, Today we will sing a classic. Many of you know, but many others may not. I know not why God's wondrous grace. Also been called, I know whom I have believed. It's hymn number 571 in our seedbed hymnal, Our Great Redeemer's Praise. Let's observe how this hymn presses us past beliefs and into believing, even believed. We'll sing all four verses. I know not why God's wondrous grace to me He hath made known, nor why unworthy Christ in love redeemed me for his own. 
But I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. I know not how this saving faith to me he did impart, nor how believing in his word wrought peace within my heart. But I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. I know not how the Spirit moves convicting men of sin, revealing Jesus through the Word, creating faith in him. Oh, but I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. I know not when my Lord may come at night or noonday fair nor if I'll walk the veil with him or meet him in the air. But I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed Unto him against that day. Amen. I haven't sang that hymn in quite some time. So it's good to get it back out and to (laughs) run that course. Wow. I know whom I have believed. Believed. Not believed in. Believe. Well, that's more than semantics, friends. We all have kind of grown up in an age focused on believing things about God, believing things that are true, and certainly none of that is bad or wrong. It's just not the way. The way is actually believing God putting our trust in him. It's not having the boxes checked on the list of beliefs. It's our heart fully leaning in, putting all of our weight in Jesus. That's what faith is. That's where we're headed. That's why Paul is reaching back to Abraham. Okay, I got to stop. It's over today. We've got to get out on the field. All right, preaching to the choir now. So it's time for the choir to get out and hit the streets singing. Get your seed, 
You're going to run across people all day long who need, who are looking, longing, hoping for the love of Jesus to come their way. That's you. All right? For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.